And then in chapter 28, quickly, once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness, Luke says. I find it interesting that Paul had Luke to travel with him. Maybe even, I don't know, there might have been a couple other Christians. But Luke stayed with Paul all the way. It is theorized that Paul had some medical problems. And Luke, being a physician, was a very capable assistant and also a great historian, literary writer as he wrote not only the Gospel of Luke, but Acts as well. He said to them, Go into all the world. Now, let me show you this. This is the Gospel for all nations. In Mark chapter 15, verses 17 to 20, Jesus' words were, Go into all the world and preach the Gospel to all creation. Paul took that literally. He not only went throughout Palestine and Asia, he went to Rome. He had a vision to take this Gospel message to as many nations as he could. How about us? Do we have a vision to take this Gospel beyond these four walls beyond the city of Oak Ridge to as many nations as we possibly can. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. The gospel for all nations. And Mark goes on to say, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. How many believe that? Say amen. They will speak in new tongues. How many believe that? Say amen. Amen. How many believe that passed away? Say amen. Or oh me. Or I'm guilty. Whatever. They will pick up snakes with their hands. How many believe that? Say amen. I think we lost a few on that one, don't you? And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people and they will get well. How many believe that? Say amen. Okay. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and set at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word. Whose word? His word. Jesus' word. Not your word, unless your words are Jesus' words. Confirmed his word with signs, by the signs that accompanied it. Now look what happens right here in the opening verses of chapter 28. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood, because when they got on shore, they were all wet. It was cold. It was that time of the year. It could be really nasty weather. And they've been in a storm now for, for days, perhaps even weeks. They're cold. They're hungry. They're chilling to the bone. It, it, it could even snow. They could have snow showers in that time of the year in that place. And so Paul goes out to gather some wood for a fire and he brings it in and he drops it on the fire. When he drops it on the fire, one piece of wood hangs on to him. <laughs> Actually, it's a snake. A viper. And it must have been the kind of viper that those people knew would kill you instantly. Because they watched him. First they said, oh, this man's a criminal and he escaped justice. But now, look, fate has caught up with him. But then he just shook it off and it fell off in the fire. And then they thought he was a god. It's amazing how the crowd will change and... On the turn of a dime, huh? And so Paul had a chance to minister to them there. In fact, the uh, leading official of the island invited them to their home. He, he made a big dinner. He took care of them and showed hospitality to them. And then he had his father. His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him and after prayer, placed his hands on him and healed him. Wow. En route to Rome, Paul has already saved the lives of 276 men. He has carried the gospel to an island where it has never been before. And now he's going on to Rome. Now I want to ask you something. How many of you, with those kind of circumstances, if you had the power to choose... Paul didn't. He was a prisoner. But if you had the power to choose and you had had those kinds of circumstances, would have said, that's it. I'm out of here. This ship is going down. (laughs) This storm is too much. And these knotheads won't listen to me anyway. I quit. 
Now, don't raise your hands. We'll have an altar service in a few minutes and help you out. But would you not feel just a little bit like saying, God, you know, I can't even see the sky. Where are you? I mean, this had went on for weeks. Where are you? I think I would. But Paul, what was it? Who said that earlier? You said it. Sarah said it. You know you're maturing and growing in Christ when the circumstances don't upset you. Beloved, we're not living in a set of circumstances. We are living in a relationship with the Lord. You will always have circumstances. But your relationship with the Lord, if it's a growing relationship, will see you through to the end safely. 